Hey everyone, thanks for joining us. Uh, BB and Budgie's Thursday night recce. No BB this week, but you can see a special guest alongside me, the current uh, championship leader and the defending champion, uh, Hayden Padden. Thanks very much for, for joining us, Hayden. Sort of slipped under the radar at Whangarei a few weeks ago when you won that event. You became the most successful driver in the history of NZRC in terms of event wins, um, going past Richard Mason, the 29th career victory, and, and that doesn't include some uh, rally wins that, you know, when you weren't part of the championship. How, how does that sort of sit with you? And, and did you know much about the, the record? Uh, yeah, well, um, it's a nice little accolade to have, I guess. Um, I'm not really one to sit around and and uh, pat myself on my back about stats and things because I'm always looking forward rather than backwards. But, of course, it's, it's, it's probably more so about everyone that's been involved and helping. And John, obviously, with the same record in the co-driver's seat and the team and everyone that actually helps make it all possible. So, yeah, it is, it is a cool little accolade to have, but I just feel like there's so much more. I think stats and numbers are actually good to look at once you've finished. Um, when you're in the middle of the process of it all, you don't want to sit around and uh, and uh, dwell on those sort of things too much. Yeah, we had that uh, the countdown of the, the most successful drivers or the greatest drivers in NCRC history in, in lockdown, what was it, 18 months or so ago now, and probably makes a little bit of a mockery of those those uh, you know those rankings when you you know you've gone past and, and got that record. And yeah, you know, the championship. I know um, talking to you previously, you, you've had your eyes on on setting you know not just beating that record, but setting some new standards there through the, the back end of your career and obviously a long way still to go on that. Yeah, I've always said I'd really love to have 10, 10 national championships, but that's a very long-term goal because, you know, we've still got a lot of aspirations overseas. So, you know, the New Zealand championship fits in around that really because, um, you know, in terms of international uh, opportunities, you only get limited them. And as I get older, they'll, they'll get fewer. Uh, so, of course, New Zealand championship is where I see myself long-term in terms of doing rallies when I get old and slow and, and all that sort of thing. And we can try and take a few more off. So, um, but yeah. At, at the moment, we're just you know stay in the present, focus on year by year, and uh, and try and collect as many rally and championship wins as we can along the way. I've sort of said it um, a couple of times during commentaries and whatnot that you know you seem to be the most relaxed and measured that I think I've seen you. Um, you know the results, your performance at Whangarei was was phenomenal. I don't think you put a foot wrong the entire weekend. Um, do you feel like you know you? you sort of almost at your best or you're in a better headspace and, and just comfortable in your own skin, got to an age where, you know, the, the nerves and all of that aren't, aren't perhaps there like they may once have been? What are you saying? I'm getting old. Oh, no, I'm certainly not indicating <laughs> you're old, but, you know, you just, no, you know, you're obviously got no, to a point where you're very comfy. I, f- I fully agree, like, um, and that's why I actually feel really comfortable with the program that we're going back overseas to do now because I actually feel like I'm still driving as good as I ever have, um, if not better, because obviously the more experience you get, you, you're always uh, lifting your game. Um, but just mentally in a much better space. Um, you know, it's really tough here in New Zealand because we have almost nothing to gain and everything to lose. And that almost puts more pressure on because we know we don't have to drive uh, on the limit. We don't take risks. We drive, you know, you've got to still drive at a good pace here. You've got to make the car work. And obviously I get enjoyment how to drive them fast, but you have to take a measured approach on the risks. Uh, you know, when you're overseas, you know you have to be on the limit everywhere to be at that level. Um, so it also it puts a lot of pressure on here and how you mentally actually deal with that, knowing that you you could throw everything away. Uh, and if you win, yep, you're expected to win. If you don't, then why not? So uh, it, it is a very uh, mentally strong game to do that. And, uh, and because of that and also all the challenges we faced in the last few years, building up our team and the business here to put us in a position to go back, then I mentally feel and not blowing smoke, but I, I just feel more mature. I feel more relaxed. I feel more patient about life. Um, 
you know, there's more to life than rallying. You know, five years ago, rallying was everything. And I think that actually makes you probably too narrow-minded and too focused. And, and you ride the emotions of the ups and downs of rallying too much. So I think I have a bit more of a perspective on life now. And I think that puts me in a healthier position now when we go back overseas. It certainly seems like it, mate. And we, yeah, we obviously wish you all the best when, when that does happen. But um, you're almost the victim of your own success here in New Zealand. You know, a small, small pond, um, you're obviously an extremely big fish in that sense. You know, we find it hard um, trying to um, keep things fresh. And, and, you know, when you're dominating the championship every round, it, it, people are almost disappointed that, that you are succeeding to the level that you are. How, how difficult is, is that? Because it's certainly not a, you know, I don't like using the word tall poppy, but... Um, and I don't think it's personal. I think everyone respects and, and enjoys what you do, but just people like change. People like different. And how how challenging is is that? And is it a reward? You know, like do you actually yeah. does it make you feel good that that's where you're at? When, when you're on the other side of the fence, and I watch motorsport all around the world, I'm a, obviously a motorsport nut. Um, yeah, that's the same. When anyone's winning all the time, it gets boring. Um, and yeah, that's probably no different here. Um, at the end of the day. Everything we do doesn't come easily, and that's that's probably the hardest part. Um, and it does take a bit of the shine off New Zealand rallying. Like I love living here. Uh, obviously, we've got the best rallies and everything in the world, but um, this sort of mentality that's around things here in New Zealand does take a little bit of the shine off it sometimes. And and a lot of people think it comes easy. A lot of people think we have a lot of budget, we have all the resources and everything. And to be honest, we don't have the budgets. It, it looks from the outside, and there's a lot of hard work that goes in here um, by everyone in our team. We're, we're all doing this for the same reason. We're pushing hard. In the last couple of years, we could, you know, at any point relax, but we never have. Every rally, we come home and it's like, okay, how do we improve more? Myself, the car, everything. We're always just trying to keep pushing and we can see everyone else is getting faster. So, yeah, it is a, a tough one to to manage and handle. Some people say we shouldn't be here and we should go rally overseas. Um, you know, if it was that easy, then um, we would be doing it. Um, the simple matter of the fact is, you know, all our funding comes from our New Zealand partners, which we're very lucky to have. And if we don't rally in New Zealand, we don't have those New Zealand partners. Um, and then if we don't have all that, we can't go over and do what we're about to do in the next 18 months. So the New Zealand Championship and what we do in New Zealand actually plays a pivotal role in everything that we're trying to do. If we don't rally in New Zealand, we don't have the partners in New Zealand, we can't rally overseas. So it means we can't rally at all. So it is as simple as that. As that. If we don't do events here, we don't do rallying, then I'm not prepared to stop rallying um, at all. I want to keep going. Um, and of course, as I say, we've got unfinished business overseas, so that's still what the uh, the big goal is. And mate, the, the great thing is, you know, the, the those that are closest to you in, in terms of pace, you know, the, the Ben Hunts and the Robbie Stokes and the like, they see it as as a as a target. I don't think they see it as a negative. They see it as a way for them to improve themselves by trying to chase you and, and minimise that that gap. Um, let's just talk. You, you mentioned there about the team and the role that they've played, and you've you know you've obviously done a phenomenal job putting that that operation together um, at, at Highlands. The Hyundai i20 AP4 car is the most successful uh, car in the history of that championship now in terms of rally wins. And again, doesn't include some of those events that you won when you weren't contesting the, the national championship. What is that one? Does that stat actually mean more to you and your team, you think, than maybe some of the individual accolades? Uh, yeah, I'm very proud of that one um, because it is such a huge team effort. Um, all the guys here, the technicians, the engineers, uh, the car prep, everything you know we've got systems in place now to make sure we do things to a good level and, and that's all stemmed from I remember back in the in the workshops in Winchester when me and my mates used to do it we always had a plan and we always had a procedure and okay they've obviously all stepped up a lot now but it's just been the progression and the development of all that but you know the, that Hyundai before you know special mention there has to be for Mike you know Mike put him down main tech there um that car's been his baby pretty much almost since day dot 
And, you know, a lot of people have had reliability problems with AP4s and there was always a stigma around them being unreliable uh, compared to maybe an R5. But our car has been, okay, touch wood, um, pretty bulletproof. Um, it's been phenomenal. Like he's put so much sweat into that car, so many hours. And um, obviously all our guys do, uh, but Mike really takes ownership over that AP4. And um, to have him and our team is a, is a huge value. And not only for that car, but also for the rest of our guys uh, here in the workshop, you know, they're all learning from him. Um, you can see everyone on the team's growing. Uh, we've got this a really, really good group of guys and it makes me really humble and proud to be honest, to be driving the car and to, and to be trying to represent them as, as much as myself. You got a new team member um, next week when we uh, turn up at, at uh, Timaru, really South Canterbury, the, the uh, injury list is out and Jared Hudson going to be sitting alongside you, one of the, the, you know, the most talented young up and coming co-drivers uh, in the country, just tell us a little bit about how that came about and, and um, the reasons for it. Yeah, obviously looking forward to having Jared in the car. Uh, we haven't done anything before, so we actually got a little uh, test uh, this weekend to try um, get him in the car and and you know get used to a new voice and and for him to get used to the feeling in the car. But yeah, obviously John uh, headed overseas. Um, he's got his uh, summer summer cottage over in Finland where they also do a bit of business, and he had to get back over there. But they haven't been over there for the last couple of years and. John's actually been helping Jared uh, a little bit in the background, and, and obviously we all know Rocky pretty well. So the Hudson family have got a pretty good history in rallying, and um, you know we saw it as an opportunity to, to get someone else young in the car. And as I say, John's been playing a key part in, in this opportunity for Jared, but also helping Jared out behind the scenes. And um, yeah, it's, it's really cool. You know, we can see he's a very talented young co-driver, and um, we need as many young people in the sport as we can. So uh, yeah, really looking forward to seeing how that goes throughout the rally, and I have full confidence that uh, you know he'll do a great job. We certainly look forward to that, mate. Rally South Canterbury. I mean, uh, no uh, opportunity for you to sort of rest on your laurels or anything there, given you know the, the unknown situation with uh, the rest of the championship. What events you might be able to do, and, and what cars and whatnot. Um, crucial that you, you walk away with maximum points next week, right? Uh, always, uh, but it's probably our hardest rally. Even though it's essentially almost my home rally, it's probably our Achilles' heel. Um, we know the others are going to be closer. Uh, you know, our engine's fifteen-year-old technology, car steel block, no direct injection. <laughs> um, we're pushing the old uh, the old girl along pretty hard in the engine department, but we just lack the power. Um, so when we go to a fast rally like this, uh, it puts even more emphasis on us to try and nail the corners and to try and make up the time where we know we can. So. I'm actually expecting uh, Robbie to be very close, um, and uh, I'm actually really looking forward to that battle because um, you know we all we all want a challenge and a battle. So, looking forward to seeing what Robbie does, but obviously Ben as well. Um, I think it's going to be close up the front. And uh, as I say, we're not resting on our laurels. We're expecting the big challenge, and uh, we've got a couple of things up our sleeve that um, will hopefully uh, help us. I look forward to that, mate. You head off to to Europe after that. Um, end of June, you head to to Europe for your first uh, events over there. Any further updates i guess on on your plans for the rest of the year is that becoming clear or getting to a point where it's starting to become clearer uh yeah we've got a very busy time over there for sure um hawks bay all depends on how timaru goes um so we we can sort of play that one by year um so after timaru we hop on the plane the day after we got a rally in italy the weekend after um the weekend after that we got our first event with our car in latvia um two weeks after that we got estonia and three weeks after that, we've got Finland. Um, so Hawke's Bay actually fits in between those rallies if we had to come back. Uh, but as I say, we'll, we'll assess that one to see firstly how Timaru goes. And then, of course, Rally New Zealand uh, in September. Um, yeah, we're not sure which car yet. Uh, it's it's obviously pretty nice to be in a position where we, we've got an option of um, at least two cars between the AP4 and WRC2. Um, but we'd love the opportunity to be in the WRC1 car as well. But that's a little bit out of our control. But we're working on things. Um, but yeah, still a few moving pieces to the puzzle yet. Is it likely there is a sort of deadline as such for, for a Rally 1 drivers? Is, is there a point in time where it 
probably gets too challenging. Well, to be honest, uh, if the opportunity come up and it was the day before the rally, you just make it happen. So you can't really put a deadline if there's an opportunity like that up for grabs. Um, at the end of the day, we've got to keep planning though. So our initial plan is a WRC2 car comes back to New Zealand uh, after Finland. So that's what we continue planning towards. Uh, but it's even after Rally New Zealand, there's a few other events that we're looking at doing overseas sort of through the October, November time. So, uh, yeah, pretty much from here on in, we've got a massively busy six months ahead, um, as well as keeping the operation going here in New Zealand as well. So we're sort of doing a bit of a rolling call on our team. Some of our guys go overseas, some of our guys stay here later in the year. That will probably mix up and be the other way around so we can keep uh, everyone involved. Awesome. Well, look, mate, congratulations on the, the records that you've set, uh, you know, this year and, and throughout your, your career. Best of luck at Timaru next week, mate, and we'll all be cheering you on um, when you get awesome. to Europe later in the month. Awesome. We'll see you there. Thank you.